she spoken about all its fears and troubles <coughs> and despair, and actually her relationship with Jesus is so important now. And I sit here going, but if God is truly alive, then why haven't I done more? Why haven't I trusted more? Why haven't I known and remembered that even in those deep, dark moments where I feel that life is just a muddle and dark, that God is there? Why have I not spoken more about him? If I truly believe that Jesus Christ is alive, what's stopping me? You know, a good friend this week, I'll say a good friend, gave me a bit of a kick up the backside. He said, come on, Tim, what are we doing? And I needed to hear that. I needed to hear that, and I need to share it with us. What are we doing? If we believe that today is real, if we believe that today Jesus Christ, we celebrate that Jesus Christ is a risen and living Saviour, what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? You know, it's almost like we, we kind of think the disciples in that reading today run to the, the tomb, they see the empty tomb and they go, yeah, Jesus is alive, right? Let's carry on with our it can't be like that, can it? It changed their world. It changed their life. It changed their very purpose for being. Jesus Christ is alive. Jesus conquered death. One of my highlights of Easter is going into Bishop's preaching and uh, doing the. Uh, I take a puppet with me. And I, and I do the, uh, the Easter story, and every year I ask the same question. I get them to call happy faces, just uh, uh, surprised faces, and I get them to do sad faces, and then scared faces. And I ask them, what is it you're scared of? Well, this year I had the dark, uh, I had um, spiders, uh, one of them said something really obscure, I can't remember now. You get these little three and four year olds giving you amazing answers. I'm scared, yeah, I was when I was young, of snakes. If I could tell you that story that my sister took me, I think it might be the painful too, potentially. And, and they have this tunnel with snakes either side behind glass. Um, and the stupid design is well, this is what my sister said, but I have to check whether this is right is you had to go to this tunnel to get to the other side of the zoo. And as I say out loud now, I probably think she's lying at me and just wants me to go. But what I would do, I obviously wasn't the sportiest of children, um, I would just walk like, really quickly with my eyes closed like this, not wanting to see the snakes, even though they were to the side, even though you know they could get you. I was so scared. You know, and you kind of sit there, and you might sit there and think of things you're scared of. Some of them might be obscure. I've got, we've got a friend who some of these, but what about obscure uh, phobia? Uh, some of you might be scared of heights, darkness. Might be scared of loss, death. But what does the day tell us about those fears? It tells us this. Do not be scared. Because God's love is greater. God's love is greater than your deepest, darkest Maybe today is the day when you suddenly click. It clicks. It clicks and you want Jesus to be the centre of your life. 
That's not about throwing everything else out. That's not about saying nothing else matters anymore. But it's about having Jesus at the centre of your life. Maybe today, for people who've been Christians for a long time, or maybe those who haven't, maybe today the resurrection becomes less, I'll use my words carefully here, but less of a fable. I don't mean we don't believe it, but it becomes irrelevant. It's just a nice story that we kind of kind of bother ourselves along with. But maybe today it's when it comes again a reality in your life. Jesus Christ went to the depths of the very separation between him and God and rose again. And if we believe that, and if that's true, then what's stopping us telling the world? For those who are visiting, the rest of the church are fed up with me saying we need to be sharing, we need to be going out there more. But it's true, if we believe we've got something amazing, we need to share it with the world. Vicky Storia, we need to share stories like that with the rest of the world. This is even in the darkest, deepest, most difficult moments of life. To paraphrase Vicky in the crackness of life, God is there. God's light is there. In the darkness of the tomb, when it was still, God is there. And when I was, uh, I'll say working in prison, because if I say when I was in prison, it just started the whole room with me. Um, when I was volunteering and working as a chaplain in a prison, um, you never knew why people were in. But you had a good idea. And, and, that, and I always used to say to Michelle, walking into a prison is like walking into a completely different world. It's just a, a real enclosure. It's not stupid, but it's just like a completely different world. And I have taught, and I have looked into the eyes of prisoners who have done the most terrible things. Terrible things. I've talked to murderers. I've talked to paedophiles. That's hard. And even within those darkest, most difficult moments, <coughs> hard as it is to understand <coughs> what today tells us is even in that darkness God is there. God is there. So my question today, very simple, is what do we have to fear? What do we have to worry about? On prayer station, <coughs> what do we have to worry about if we're going to start telling people about the number of why should we worry if people go up and say, well, I don't believe it. Why do you believe it? That's great. What do we have to fear? What do we have to fear being a church that welcomes in anybody from all life's different journeys and says, God is here for you. The church might look messy. It might look unconventional. So what? God is here who we have to fear. So this gives you permission now. Don't need it every day, every week. You can come up to me and say, come on, Tim. Come on. What does it matter you know, if you've got fears and we're worried? If God is in this, all's good. You've got permission to do that. But, that means I've got permission to speak to you as well. But I can say, come on, why are we just sat here? Why are we kind of singing, 
excited that we're going to sing it like the greatest day in history. Let's sing it like the greatest day in history. Let's sing it like it's a reality of today. Let's sing it because we know and have confidence in the fact that Jesus Christ is risen. Risen indeed. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. We're going to sing together now. The band's going to come up and then Paul's going to go down and get confusion and get uh,